Today's show is brought to you by our patrons over at Patreon. Thank you to McCoy, Marjorie, Sir Zeke, Leslie, Brian, Alex, Marie, the Cartoon Gamer, and Christian. If you'd like to become a patron yourself, head on over to patreon.com slash Animaniacast. You'll not only get bonus audio each and every week, but you'll also get exclusive access to our creator's commentary series with Tom Ruger. It's where we watch every episode of the classic series and we get, well, commentary and bonus uh, facts and stuff from the creator of the show, Tom Ruger. So head on over to patreon.com slash today and thank you to our patrons. And welcome everybody to another episode of the Animaniacast. Oh, Monsanto had a farm. Well, once this satellite is in orbit, it shall emit a highly concentrated debris wave of non-relativistic matter particles. Anyone in the path of the matter wave will experience a countervailing quantum mechanical force suspending them in the air until they swear fealty to me. Uh, brilliant brain, brilliant. Uh, yesterday I felt like you were phoning it in, but today's plan, woo, real doozy. And welcome everybody once again to the Animated Cast. This is the podcast that is dedicated. To the animated television series Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Pinky and the Brain, Tiny Toon Adventures, and Freakazoid. Today, we are talking about episode 10 of the Animaniacs reboot. That's right, we're going to be talking about all the cultural references and gags that we can find. And then, of course, in the end, we're going to give this episode of the Animaniacs reboot a water tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me once again are my co-hosts, my brother Nathan. It's time for Animaniette. <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. Hello. Well, we are here for episode 10 of Animaniacs. The, the, the end of the first season is in sight. There's only three more episodes after this one. <laughs> I was like, this is the end of the... <laughs> we're getting we're getting closer to we the d- end of the first season. There were times we thought there was 10 episodes. We said it, so... <laughs> well, we, uh, we, today we are going to be talking about Animaniette. Uh, we're going to be talking about Babysitter's Flub and a Warner's press conference. Uh, and uh, this, this is a, a nice episode, I suppose. Uh, but what were some of your uh, thoughts if someone were to ask you? In just a few words, how would you? What, what do you, What's this episode all about? What, what would you tell him, Nathan? Um, we've got references to Animaniacs, and we've got some songs, and we've got some news, <laughs> sort of. And uh, Kelly, we forgot we got some babies and uh, some babies. And uh, <laughs> Kelly, what about you? Oh, um, the Russian episode would have been funnier like two, three years ago. That's true. <laughs> Although Russians, they're still in the news. They We just can't shake those Russians. That's you know? true. That's true. I was but, just reading uh, something earlier. Yeah, exactly. There's, so they're just talking about now like with uh, possible uh, what this guy just got put in jail for three years who was poisoned. That guy who I, I'm – I don't even know his name, other than he was a guy who spoke up against Putin, and uh, Navalny. That might be it. Navalny. I'm going to say. I'm going to say yes. Navalny. Some Navalny. Something. Um, he he got poisoned. Almost died. His one of the doctors died too. That's what I was reading earlier. And he, yeah, he and died then, like 55 of a heart attack. It, and oh yeah, okay. Uh, and then so this guy is so brave, he actually he goes back into russia like dude and of course he got arrested but you know that's that's what i call bravery right there so we are dealing with russia the 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 warners take on russia in this one um i think uh before we get into our conversation though we gotta we gotta talk to nathan because of course 
this episode is in season one, and season one premiered on November 20th of 2020, but mm-hmm. – we have to get to our November 20th trivia. So Nathan mm. hit us with the November 20th trivia theme song. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, November 20th. Wow. 2020. Oh, 2020. <laughs> okay, sorry. Didn't mean to cut. I felt like the person who it's claps the, too early at a song. It's the, yeah, you should have known. I, uh, thought you were, I thought you were about to do the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I thought it would take too long. Uh, <laughs> that was a Sesame Street thing. You remember? Yes. Uh huh. See? Another thing. I forgot how many numbers are before 20. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's it's a common mistake. Anyway, Nathan, what <laughs> what happened on November twentieth at some point? Oh, so many things happened on this day. So, uh, like in nineteen fifty nine, the Declaration of Rights of the Child is adopted by the United Nations, and you know, there's children in this episode even. So, it's a little. <laughs> I wonder, uh, I wonder if UNICEF was involved in in that at all because maybe. I know that UNICEF is the whole uh, helping kids out, right? And that's a UN thing. I don't know. Sure, Somebody sure. do some more research on that. Get back I wouldn't this. put it past him. No, uh, <laughs> uh, 1962, the Cuban Missile Crisis ends oh. in response to, to the Soviet Union agreeing to remove its missiles from Cuba. It's U.S. President John F. Kennedy definitely the a Russian of the Caribbean nation. Well, the the Caribbean nation. No, this is the Soviet Union. This is That's not true. Russia. Not That's Russia. Something. Not Russia. Yeah. Definitely a Soviet Union thing. Okay. And uh, less. Uh, Thematic uh, 1985, Microsoft Windows 1.0, the first graphical personal computer operating environment developed by Microsoft, is released on this day. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything connecting. Yeah, I was trying to think of something. I was like, I don't know. News? That's news. (laughs) There's a news conference. I bet that made the news. (laughs) I bet you it did. (laughs) And it had had a news conference. (laughs) There's there you your go. connection. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's, before we get into today's uh, segments, we, we got to mention the variable verse. And we didn't mention last week's. Yeah, we got fans angry at us. I know. I'm well, we had, we had at least one person on Facebook put down the variable verse. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> the variable verse last week was authority disdainy. Authority disdainy. And they drew like a little mustache on Ralph, yeah. I think. Right? Which, you know, that was kind of a cool thing, just similar to the uh, the newsreel of the stars. Yeah. So that was cool to see them, you know, they're still painting mustaches on people. <laughs> um, today's was, you know, okay. It was <laughs> may cause eye strainy. May cause eye strainy. Um, which she's really to, small. Yeah, she's really small. She's like a, a, the the screen is in this in the screen. I was I was I, I was just about speaking of eye strain. I was just about to get my eye exam today, but then I couldn't because my insurance wasn't taken by the people who did the thing, so I didn't. They couldn't read it. I could. Yeah, they couldn't. The read print was insurance. too small. Yeah, so they said you got to go, Joey. I was like, oh man. <laughs> so speaking of eye strainy, anyway. Uh, let's go ahead. So anyway, there's a, those are the things okay. we got to check, check that off of our list. Hopefully next <laughs> week we won't forget about that. Well, no promises. Uh, let's go ahead and get to our first segment and it is called Animaniet. An Animaniet was written by Lucas Crandall's Timothy Nash and Wellesley Wilde. And the, the, it was directed by Scott O'Brien, and also there's a song in this. And the song was written by Lucas Crandall's and Timothy Nash and Wellesley Wilde, and the one and only Mr. Randy Rogel. Kelly, why don't you tell us what happens here in Anime Niet? Niet. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, well, no, I will. I will. I will. <laughs> um, so Wacko puts a remote control in a microwave and um, do not do this at home, kids. Not good. Um, <laughs> and I guess he thinks that it'll I, th- I think he's th- trying to think it's going to be like a time machine or something. And you think that microwaving a remote will give it magical powers, allowing you to travel back and forth through time with the forward and rewind buttons? Uh-huh. But instead, it... Uh, 
brings in uh, foreign TV networks. And so they see, um, you know, different sports, Mundial. Um, and Which I had no idea what Mundial meant, by the way. I'm world, such, right? Yeah, the, of the yeah. world or something like that. Yeah. I, had, yeah, I had to look it up, too. Yeah, I, oh. I, I'm, I, I'm not a sports person, so. What, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's Espanol. See. Uh, but I, I still didn't know what the, the heck the, 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 they were talking about. Mundial, Mundial. Like, what? Oh, what? yeah. No, I knew what that was. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about sports either, but I know some Spanish. So, anyway. Yo, yo sé un poquito español, pero no más. <laughs> we do have at least a few listeners in Mexico, by the way. Yes. So, hello. Hola. Anyway. Hola, ¿cómo, ¿cómo están? Right? Isn't that the way yep. you say it? Yep, more than one. Yep. Um, that's y'all's language lesson for today. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, anyway, they, uh, so they're still serving the channels and they see the different things. And then there's a, um, a Russian channel and it's actually them. Uh, you know, they, they, they're freaked out because they see like a really shoddy water tower and, um, it looks like puppets that are look like them and they're doing the theme song and instead of Animaniacs it's Animaniet. The uh, Wacko and, and Yakko are like so not thrilled with the, the their doppelgangers. And uh, Dot starts teasing them. It's like, oh, what well, y'all got a problem with that? And then she sees her, the, the person playing her. He's like this big, tall, buff guy. Uh, she's like, oh, that's yuck. What's the matter, boys? Can't take a little Russian razzin? Yet, idiot brothers. Wait. Yet, yet, yet. You shame our leader by underestimating reach of mighty Russian Federation. That's supposed to be me. Then they, uh, the TV gets destroyed, and uh, well, they start talking, and it, then it's like the the Russian versions of themselves are like responding, and they, you know, I think it's a uh, wacko sneezes, and one of them says "Zoom tight" or whatever. What did they say? Yeah, this is, yeah, he sneezes. Zoom tight. Yeah, it doesn't so. make any sense because I think that's German. So. Yeah, there's, there's, you. there's there's like almost zero uh, Russian in this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know any, any Russian, but uh, I know that, that's, that's Vedanya because uh, <laughs> think- of Anastasia. Yeah, they could have put that in at least. Yeah, there was just yet, and like they would say ski at the end of things like uh, yeah. dot ski or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not how it works, I don't think. <laughs> hey, anyway. Um, so the the TV so so they realize that they they can respond or you know see and hear them or whatever and so then they realize that the TV has been spying on them or you know there's a camera inside the TV when the screen gets broken and they're like how how do they know all this and then the intern comes in and um, fixes up the TV by just putting a, a board over it and then goes and um, to the writer's room which uh, doesn't look like a writer's room. And he leaves with a stack of scripts. And they're like, now they're like stealing our scripts and spying on us. And, you know, we got to go do something about these Russians. So they put themselves in a box and have it mailed to Russia. And um, then they get to Russia and they, it's basically like a studio tour, like Universal Studios tour. There's a woman driving them around and talking about the different shows and things that are being filmed there. And if you watch Channel Backwards 3, you must know next show, Moron Mouse and the Ratsputin. What do we accomplish tomorrow evening, Ratsputin? Same thing we accomplish all evening, Moron Mouse. Support current leader and ask no question. And here we are, least but not last, Animaniac. They see the... the Russians are actually being treated horribly. Um, you know, they're they're threatened and they're scared. And Randy Rogel is shackled to the piano. Original Animaniacs composer Randy Rogel, help me! And he's sweating because he's so nervous, and um, it's just you know terrible working conditions. 
But he and, looks great. I mean, the muscle shirt looks really great on him. He's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's still staying physically fit in Russia, which is great. Looks a lot like him. Yeah, it does, actually. And uh, so then they do a little song. And then um, it's a little too happy and peppy. And Putin is like, you know, oh, yeah, you're going to do a little happy song. Nope, I don't think so. And he pushes a button and the army comes in and... Um, they're like, who who's responsible for this? And the Warners point to the director and he gets taken away. And uh, then the Warners get on an airplane and, um, you know, they're like, oh, it's it amazing. We got on a plane so fast. And Yako says something like, yeah, yeah, well, I think this one, you know, flies from D.C. to Moscow daily. And then the camera zooms out and um, it's Air Force One. Ah, ha, ha. Because yeah. of Trump. Yep. But there was an E.T. reference in this. Uh, sort of. Yes. The director, there was, you got our Spielberg reference in. The director says that he's responsible for certain, you know, knockoff films. And one of them is E.T. for elect Trump. I did it for of famous Russian movie films. Pole fiction. The devil in its Pravda. And E.T. elect Trump. So, uh, yes. This is our first of two, at least. Those, another. those two things don't belong <laughs> in the same sentence. Um, leave E.T. alone. <laughs> uh, anyway. But yeah, there's, there's another Spielberg reference in this episode, too, that we can look forward to. Oh, there is? Did I did miss I, that miss one? It? I missed it, too, apparently. Ooh, I don't I feel good, y'all. I was in a car accident the other day. <laughs> so that's my excuse. And I'm well, I mean, it's like, yeah. Okay, well, I, huh. I, can't, I can't wait I may, to be reminded about this. this I may have seen one. it, but and then I just forgot about it. But Well, there's always Spielberg references just you know floating in Kelly's head all the time. So seeing it on TV, I mean, she's seeing them all the time. It's right at the beginning when it says, Steven Spielberg present. No. Yeah. <laughs> Spielberg lives rent free inside my head, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool, uh, you know, little uh, moments in here that I guess you could call uh, references. Uh, let's start with one that's pretty darn obscure that I wanted to make sure I mentioned <laughs> at the beginning because it's so weird. Um. And it's a connection to me, which is probably why I like it so much. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Carosa, who, uh, was one of the storyboard artists for the show, uh, shared some of the storyboard art on, uh, on his, uh, social media. And he was showing the storyboards for this episode and it shows Dot in kind of uh, front of that clock at some point during the song. And that clock is based upon, a clock that you could purchase over at Target about, oh, I don't know, 20 years ago. And why <laughs> do I know that? Because I have that clock. <laughs> and I thought it was a really cool clock, and I bought it, and it's in my bathroom right now. So uh, there you go. I have a piece of Animaniacs uh, merchandise, and I didn't even know it. Uh, it's a collectible, I tell you. Gonna anyway. put a picture of it somewhere. Put it on the I'll Patreon. Put, and... I'll put, I'll put it. On, <laughs> I'll put it on Patreon first. Uh, oh, okay, there we you, go. Just, you become a patron and you can see this clock before anyone else. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, 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 oh. it's amazing. That's, that's worth a few bucks right there. Um, well, <laughs> let's see. The you know, there's a. I guess uh, we talked about the the prices, right? We talked about the. Uh, I guess one one reference I thought was kind of. Well, it was more of a musical reference. Uh, the the quote unquote intern uh, goes back to his uh, trailer or whatever that the script, the place to steal scripts, and he's uh, whistling a theme, and it's the theme to the that's on Tetris, which I know is a totally other, <laughs> you know, it's not the Tetris theme, but it is the Tetris theme. Yeah. yeah. So he whistled it, and I thought, "Well, oh. which which one? I mean, there's well, like different uh, it, the standard. songs. Do, oh, okay. do 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 do. Oh yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. I'm that obsessed one. with Tetris. Yeah. I mean, before I discovered Disney Emoji Blitz, um, I was obsessed with Tetris. You definitely and worth Doc, getting Doctor Mario. Tetris ninety nine. Yeah, got to get your Nintendo Switch then because you got to play Tetris ninety nine. My wife. Plays uh, that man, I I still have my original Nintendo, and I still have Tetris for that. And that's all I need. Okay. I'm old school all the way. I mean, I do have the Super <laughs> Nintendo, so I'm, I'm that uh, modernized. 
But you can try to you can try to beat ninety eight other people at the same time. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, you're playing oh. live against other people. Oh, like, oh man! Now yeah. you got the competition element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, mm. it's it's definitely something that my wife is she's she's huge it's, into Tetris as well and uh, got addicted to that game. Oh man, maybe I, I'll get my boyfriend to buy it and yep. then I go play it. You hear that, Jim? Get, get, <laughs> <laughs> get, get, he's got he's got game consoles. It's like I I mean I don't know I don't think he plays them very often, right. but um, he's got more than I do because I'm like I don't I don't. Get to work, Jim. You can do it. Okay. Uh, well, anyway, uh, let's <laughs> – and that guess the only other real reference. I mean, they talked about uh, Hello Nurse. Hello Nurse was mentioned by name, and they had a, f- a female but medical professional. But they called her like – oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> female yeah. medical professional. But then they got to be all sexist about it. It's like it's yeah. funny because females aren't, aren't well, smart enough to be medical professionals. Hello, female medical professional. I don't understand why it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because female not smart enough to be medical professional. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a moment because that's <laughs> stuff. Um, what are some things that you guys? Uh, anything else that I missed or that you thought was funny or anything like that? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Um, I've been to Russia and it you doesn't have. look like this. Uh, yes, I have. Or, it, did you not know this? I, I, yeah, we got, yeah, our, one of, <laughs> our, our little, little baby sister who's not a baby anymore uh, it was adopted from Russia. So yeah. we got to go to Krasnyorsk and Moscow and Moscow. Yes, that's right. So, um, so you can say that it's not like all muddy and no, like I mean, it, third it's world. cold. But did the people look as horrific as they do? No, it's like with like, this, this woman with <laughs> giant teeth, like uh, that are jutting out of her face. Like, oh boy, the the yeah. I did think like you know one thing I thought like I don't think anyone's really going to care or anything about it. But I mean, there they could only you can only make fun of certain accents and especially certain countries. These mm-hmm. days, um, I guess Russia is one of them. Russia's, but not- yeah, Russia and like you can do it like an Irish accent. Uh, you, I, I, yeah, I better because otherwise, I, I, I got to stop saying Scott O'Brien and John McClanahan. <laughs> uh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be canceled. Yeah, um, but Canada. Yeah. Canada, you can make fun of you can Canada. Make fun of Canada. What are they going to do? They're too nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, they're going to say, oh, stop it. And uh, uh, whatever, Canada. Yeah. Um, you, anyway. Silly accent. But yeah, uh, it made me think like, boy, you like you could not do this with any other country. Like you could not make fun of Iraq or Iran or or any other kind of – or you know Afghanistan or any – I'm trying to think of any other country. Not doing – I mean, you know, we're not encouraging. No. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not condoning like the stuff that does or anything. Say like that's accept. That should be acceptable too. I'm just like kind of noting like, eh, you know, it wasn't. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It, it, Some it, countries are more sensitive than others, I guess, or, yeah. or the you know people are more sensitive about different countries. And I think you just culturally, what is still acceptable to make fun of, like you know, it's just how the world changes and everything. And I just think in a few years, will even this episode be seen as? Yeah, I'm really like. This is yeah. I don't know. Which it'll be interesting to see in five or ten, or maybe in just a year. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Because it because it, it even seemed it seemed harsher than even like Boris and Natasha, you know, would be mm-hmm. like on Rocky and Bullwinkle. Because at least those two were smart, <laughs> and uh, they never even said Russia by name in that. It was uh, what I forget what country they were from, but they never said Russia in Rocky and Bullwinkle. They were always from. Uh, let's see, they went to Pennsylvania. Was the I don't know. It's been uh, too many years since I've seen Rocky and Bullwinkle. Uh, but, but at any rate, yeah, they're, like the fact that they're all eating beets and things—I don't know—it just seems so mean. Yeah, um, it there did were seem a little mean, to, even towards. It wasn't <laughs> even necessarily mean towards the government. Like, yeah, when those, those are fine. When it's when it's against Putin, like, ah, who cares? Who, yeah, yeah, Putin's no, ah, he's terrible. So, but um, they well, did have Russian figures, or you know, uh, yeah, those are up it, for. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, it, you know. Hollywood celebrities and stuff get you know they get made fun of and 
Animaniacs all the time and it's no big deal, but because I don't think it's mean spirited necessarily. Well, but when you're doing a culture and the people, yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. And I think, you know, they even acknowledge it in this episode. I mean, in the press conference at the end of the, the episode, they say, you know, did, did we do a fair justification, you know, a portrayal of their culture? No, but you know, <laughs> yeah. So it, um, it was what it was. They did have Russian words. There was a sign that said Nishlishiet or something, which meant That's right, don't Nathan. listen. Don't, it means don't listen, right? Yeah. Or, or, or maybe could it be quiet maybe on the set or just you're – It would be, it'd be like either like I'm not listening or just don't listen, but it's just a person like covering her and this ears. Was, wait, was this – where was this it's sign a, located? It's a giant it? sign when they first land in Russia okay. and they're like – well, it looks that, and then so there's oh, a giant yeah, red yeah. sign, and I was like, "What does that say?" And it's Nislushiet. That's or right. Something. So, there you go, wiki editors. There's a, I don't something, know something, that and I think it this. means don't listen, according to Google Translate. <laughs> Very good. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess uh, the, the the main thing, I, the observations that I had from this episode were just little certain things like the song itself. The audio just pitches down. You guys notice how muffled it sounded when they started singing? Mm. It, it, yes, no. <laughs> it's just I mean, me. yeah, I, I thought that Yakko sounded like, I don't know, each time they sing, a lot of times I'm just like, oh, they're using different microphone sounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the, the microphone, <laughs> the sound quality of the singing sounded really muffled, almost to the point where I'm like, is this like over like a, bad phone connection almost because they talk they would have moments of dialogue at the same time during the song where the moments of dialogue sounded crisp and clean and then to go back to the song and which was like i mean not not extreme but that's what it sounded like in my brain i'm like clear this thing up to be like me all you gotta be If some big brownies are, is that in real bizarre? Just pop his muscle suit and watch him defect. And to be like me, well, buddy, here's the key. Use the pen and not the sword when you're in a fight. You can write a clever rhyme, turn your clothes into a mime, and then sign off by wishing everyone good night. What did you guys think about the song? Did you like it or? Kelly, what did you um, think? Yeah, Kelly, what did you think? <laughs> Um, I thought it was one of the better ones that we've seen so far. It uh, it had elements of kind of the classic uh, Animaniac stuff with kind of a message of be yourself and stuff like that. But yeah, and it kind of reminded me of like what are we and things like that of yeah trying to describe the Animaniacs and the Warners. It just wasn't as good as any of them. No, <laughs> and it, it really made me wish that man. I wish Randy Rogel could have just written this song by himself. You know, because it seems <laughs> like it really seems like. Like this was a song that was maybe written by the other three, and then they brought in Randy to help punch it up, or something. It was they came I, in and messed it all up. Many, I don't know. There was too many cooks <laughs> in the kitchen on this song. It just didn't really have the the spark that I'm usually used to. So, and part of that was the I think for me the just the the audio quality of it was distracting. The orchestra was gone. Like I was listening to the music closely and. It doesn't even sound like a full orchestra anymore. You, well, that they were, we talked to Steve and Julie when they they're talking about they don't do that part. You know, they, well, they do it separately, and then they they guess, yeah, that's true. Well, they, uh, yeah, they, you're right, Nathan. You're right. You're, they don't do the they didn't do the orchestrations for the actual songs that they songs. Sing, yeah, which is disappointing. Which is too bad because it seems like this is a a, a song that would have sounded just again just a little bit better. To have it with an actual orchestra accompanying it, instead it sounded like a uh, you know synthesizer. Uh, even the key, even the uh, piano, piano didn't sound like a real piano. Um, I don't know, and I'm not even a music guy, so I don't even notice a lot of stuff. So if you don't I even notice, know what music guys are called. I like, even, yeah, I'm not a music guy. <laughs> people? That's what they're called, right? Yeah, yeah. the music guys. Yeah. yeah. I get, I get some music guys. I didn't go wedding. to school to be no music guy. Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> um, 
so anyway, the the orchestra, the the it sounded just a little too synthetic for me. Um, but and one other little tiny nitpicky thing <laughs> happened during the song. They say it's it's they mentioned about it being uh, it's really just black and white or something like that. They mentioned black and white. Mm-hmm. And they turn black and white, and they look like kind of old timey cartoon characters, like nineteen thirties, right? But their noses weren't red, <laughs> and I don't know how many times I see this on comics or fan art or whatever. They like putting the Warners in black and white, and I'm like, but you gotta make their noses red because that's the magic of the Warners. They're they have magic ability to make their noses red, even. But they also have film. the magic ability to make their noses black or white too, as well. Oh. <laughs> that's not as cool. But I'm saying that they, they turned their whole body black and white, including their nose. <laughs> wow. They really they really wanted they, to emphasize see, black and white. Yeah. Um, but really, I think the, the main issue I had with this this first one is it – and again, I'm taking in my own baggage of, of what I've heard rumors of behind the scenes and everything like that. It, when they start going into this whole thing of um, the Russian version of, of Animaniacs and – they say, "Oh, you, you are, you know, Ivan the Terrible. I will make funny, dis, you know, funny joke to dismiss you, and I will, you know, do this. And this is what we do on this show. Ha, ha, yeah, we will make, we will sing a song now. And about we'll sing yeah. a song, yeah. And and it's like just kind of going through the motions, and then also just kind of doing the Hello Nurse thing. And why is this funny? Why is Hello Nurse funny? Uh, or hello, female medical professional. Why is that funny? And yeah. it, and a part of it is like, yeah, you're copying it, and and you could say that that's the the joke, but I, you kind of get this. I got the subtext that we're better than yeah <laughs> that this that the original show would do this stuff, and we're not. You know, that's was repetitive and boring and sexist and what have you, and so. I didn't yeah. get that from it. I, again, that was just me, I think, bringing in my own. Yeah, baggage. I got a little of that, especially. Yeah, but uh, I, I tried to be like, you know, like, no, yeah, I get just a little <laughs> bit of it. But then I'm, I'm, it could go either way. So exactly. I could, I, but I just wanted to mention that because I was just like, ugh, ugh, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, that was uh, that was our first Russian one. Anyway, <laughs> anything else to mention here about Animaniet? It's fun to have the reference to the uh, states and capitals of That's true. the United States or whatever, that. you know, the Russian ones. That was kind of fun to do a, a Russian sort version of. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Short. Georgia is Russian, so is Ukraine. Kosovo, Armenia, still have to Peninsula is Russian all the way. And the global sphere of influence extends to USA. <laughs> again it's like even more so it's i just wish they they i want to i want a good i want a good song educational song yeah something give, give me a song that is like there's no like sarcastic thing about it uh and and th- this one is the closest one to doing that i think but it was just it was really darn short um, well you got i think there's a, another one coming in this okay. season. So we're taking baby steps. We're taking yeah. baby steps. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to the next segment. It's Pinky the Brain in Babysitter's Flub. And Babysitter's Flub was written by Kathleen Chen and Brian Polk, and it was directed by Scott O'Brien. Nathan, why don't you tell us what happens here in Babysitter's Flub? Oh, so much. Okay. Uh, Brain is has made a tractor pulling device. What is that called? Uh, <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Well, uh, <laughs> but he needs a, a, a special uh, material that is only in a meteorite. So uh, they go to a playground because he finds out it's going to land here. And uh, he has to get it before NASA picks it up. Um, And right as he grabs it, this little boy named Riley grabs it and uh, he eats it just right away. He eats it. So then uh, and he drops his hat as his mom takes him away. So um, they follow him into his preschool where uh, 
they're they don't actually know which kid is riley because there's a bunch of kids in there and they don't know like whatever so uh brain's gonna go around try to put hats on all the kids and find out which one is riley see whoever fits the hat it's like a cinderella story and it's not this one its cranium is far too large hmm perhaps an early sign of intelligence you and i should speak later about joining forces and uh, Pinky is going to try to find a way out of the uh, building so that when they they find him, they can kidnap him. And there you go. Um, but while Brain's doing this, uh, Pinky starts getting played with. They're both both Brain and Pinky are getting like pulled and think think Toy Story, uh, where you know Toy Story three is that yeah. the one? Yeah, <laughs> it's basically Toy Story three. <laughs> the kids are not nice at playing with these kids these oh. uh, toys. Um, so Pinky starts singing and that gets the kids even more interested in, in even Riley is so interested. And, uh, suddenly there's this magenta hue around Pinky and he's pulled towards Riley. Cause Riley, uh, has the ability of a tractor beam or telekinesis kind of things going on with him because he ate this, uh, meteorite. Pinky feels like falling down. Oh, please help me. I must save Pinky before his spirit is completely broken. Although, no, I should probably rescue him. Pinky's now on a chain like a like slave Leia uh, in Return of the Jedi. Hut Slayer Leia, please. Oh, Slayer Leia. Hut, Hut Slayer, yes. Hut this is Slayer the, Leia. This is a term now. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's still having to sing songs, but he's not enjoying it. Brain... Uh, commandeers a, a vehicle from a, a doll and drives it up a ramp and rescues pinky um unfortunately riley is uh, very upset about this and creates a telekinesis tornado why must this child be so difficult i'm simply trying to kidnap him kidnap well that's it I think Ronnie's cranky because it's past his nap time. So then they get, they're now inside the tornado and Pinky's like, Brain, you have to sing to Riley. And Brain's like, I can't sing. It's like, no, sing a really boring thing about uh, something in uh, science. So he sings about the Brownian motion. Brownian motion, too small to see. The change in momentum equals 2MV. Uniform particles suspended in a gas. V is velocity and M is their mass. It's working. I'm very bored. And that puts everyone to sleep uh, so they can finally get the uh, meteorite. <laughs> um, but as they uh, go to grab it, um, the uh, teachers finally come in from their long lunch, see the mice, and they're like, oh, these must belong to the middle school next door. So they get taken over there. Another little girl with glasses uh, grabs the meteorite. She ends up eating it, and then she's floating away in space um, with the whole class uh, while uh, Pink and the Brain are about to get dissected for uh, in high school or middle yeah. school. Along with the, the who, who's that edwin edwin, edwin the, the mouse. i put it in the notes because i was like oh this is not in the notes for some reason yes edwin the mouse who we saw him before in the in the dragon episode the dragon the dragon the dragon <laughs> yeah he'll show up at least dragon. one more time too so there we go so there's your uh little cameo of that that guy uh well anyway there's 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 you go uh <laughs> there's a few little quick references in it uh dr spock is not Dr. Spock from Star Trek as That's some people. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, as some people like notes. Nathan would think. With, uh, but it's uh, based upon uh, Benjamin Spock, who was a real person. And he lived to be a ripe old man, like 94 or something like that. He was around for many years. His One of his most famous books was uh, Dr. Spock's Baby and Child Care. And I think it was reprinted just over and over and over from like the fifties on. So, you know, teaching people how to deal with, I think, I think it dealt with a lot of the psychology of uh, babies and things like that. So there you go, Dr. Spock. Um, and the other, the Brony in motion, I had no idea what that was all about, but 
Uh, it's uh, the random motion of particles suspended in a medium. Uh, I'm assuming like uh, like when you have it in a petri dish or something like that, and little things float around. That's what I think. Uh, it's <laughs> it's the random motion of particles suspended in a liquid or a gas. So it's kind of how things moving around. So there you go. Very interesting. Now I'm asleep. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they misspelled brownian in the wiki. So and I was like brownium. I'm like, is that what they're actually saying? And I'm like launching with subtitles. I'm like, no, they're saying brownian. Like, <laughs> and I don't think that that the the element that he's looking for that's that's not a real. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Thing, I yeah. forgot what it was. I was looking in the notes to see quantium, if I quantium is it quantium. quantium. What is it again? Quantium. Uh, One, two, three. Love. The only substance capable of generating the necessary energy is the rarest element in the universe. Quantium. No, that's not it. Oh, sorry. What did you say? Because I said love. Quantium. Okay. Maybe just say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Quantium. Oops. I missed it again. Because I was saying three. Quantium. Uh, At any rate. Uh, you know that's that's pretty much it for the the, the references. I you suppose. forgot about the title. Oh yeah, the Babysitters Club is Babysitters Club, which of course was a big uh, book series, and at least in the nineties, it probably started in the eighties. Oh, it was before that. Oh well, it's still a very popular series today. I should know this as a librarian. I haven't even watched the Netflix show yet. I keep meaning to. Well, there is a. I don't know if the Netflix show is is it Netflix show animated or is it? No, no, it's um. It's live action. Wow. Uh, they, there was is like this. It's like the second time they've done a, a series. I never watched the original, but I used to read all the books. I, Claudia was my favorite. She well, read Nancy Drew books. All the all the uh, original books are now being adapted into graphic novels. Yeah, and they are very popular with the uh, the middle school crowd, and uh, is a very 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 popular series. So, at uh, Raina, I think her name's Raina Telgemeier. I'm probably completely mispronouncing her name, but she does the illustrations for a lot of them, and uh, they're oh. very popular. So that's still cool around. that it's still, yeah, like, it's lasted this long. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they, you know, update. Because I never even liked kids, things. and I, I never babysat, but I love the <laughs> Babysitters Club. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, the characters were great. Looking off based off the, the a lot of the the things, it doesn't seem like a lot of it necessarily has to do with babysitting or more about just adolescence and uh, boys and things like that. Yeah, uh, it's a mix. I mean, the, but mix. the kids they they babysit for were really interesting, and um, you know, a lot of them had different. Um, like that's how I even learned about autism. They had a, a oh. autistic savant that they babysat and could play the piano brilliantly, and I'd never even encountered that term before it was the first time I ever learned about it. And, um, uh, and of course now, now we hear about it all the time, Yeah. but back, um, way back when I was reading those books, I mean, it wasn't something that, that you ever heard of at all. So uh, yeah, there was a lot of like cutting edge, um, social issues, I think maybe, um, that, uh, looking back, people may not have realized it back then, but, but they addressed a lot of, of issues. So I, I guess you could say. That's probably why it, it, it uh, still speaks, you know, to kids today because. Yeah. You know, and there's thinking. a, um, the first one I ever read was about a, a diabetic girl. And um, again, I, again, I didn't know anybody who was diabetic. I was like, that sounds horrible. And of course now, I mean, my parents are diabetic. I'm pre-diabetic. Everybody I know is diabetic <laughs> now. And it's like, um, but it was so cool. I'm sure for kids who did have diabetes that, you know, back when the books first came out and, and even now when they first read them, Oh, you know, a character who's got some, you know, medical condition that I've got kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's so it's relatable in a lot of different ways. Yeah, totally. Well, that's cool. Well, yeah. Um, they, they also kind of mentioned, uh, Monsanto in this, which, you know, that was a, uh, company. I think it is it still is it still around? Monsanto's I not around anymore. So I think I thought it's they, still around. Monsanto. I yeah, think. I think they are. Well, anyway, they they uh, let me just look it up real quick here. We should look things up more often. Okay, hang on here. Nate, did you put Nathan that it's not a company anymore? Monsanto. I didn't put that. Is that um, in the wiki? I just it call it says the defunct agricultural company. See, I don't know. It's still it's but well, I didn't it put says that right here in the wiki. It says Monsanto was an American agri- agrochemical company, and in 2018 it was acquired by Bayer. So there you go. The folks who make so, your Advil. 
or <laughs> this was dated probably it was probably they probably did that after because they probably uh, you know <laughs> written the song well, before they and, even had the acquisition and uh, of course they, they there's a reference to the wiggles which i used to have to speaking of babysitting i used to babysit my godson and he loved the wiggles I used to know the Wiggles so much because whenever I babysat him, it was the only way to get him to sit down. We put on the Wiggles DVD and they mentioned the Groggles and uh, in this one. So it's like, you know, the Wiggles, but the YouTube version of it, which that is what kids watch today. We're going to our friend's house and they just put on YouTube and uh, it's that little kid who likes opening up stuff. I don't know his name, but he's he's a millionaire now. What happened to Sesame Street? It exists. It no, exists. I know. I know. <laughs> I know it does. I'm talking about why don't kids watch Sesame Street well, anymore? We, well, you need an never... HBO subscription, so it's uh, no, oh. no. It still comes on. Like... I know it does, but then it... by then it's a week old. Oh, well, when we used to uh, <laughs> have my anymore. my my little cousin over, we 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 <laughs> get in front of her and be like, Crystal, Crystal, count, count one. And she go one ah 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 like the count, <laughs> and it was always so cute. And so uh, we we raised uh, kids, my niece and nephews, and all that. We those kids were raised on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, well, we well we have no one to blame but ourselves. We never had kids, so we can't. You know, this is why this is why can't Sesame Street them. isn't popular anymore. It is popular. Had, just nope, uh, none of us had kids, and that's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if I had kids. Uh, it would be Sesame Street yeah. in a Muppet show. Exactly. On repeat, daily. Re- raise those kids. So they right. hate me and resent me and have to go to therapy. And it's like my mom made <laughs> and me watch And they have to talk to Mr. Puppethead. Oh, Mr. Puppethead. <laughs> well, let's talk about – let's go back to the actual Pinky the Brain thing, I suppose. Uh, I think those were all the references that I could uh, really find, I think. Uh, but uh, what were some of the things that you folks liked about this uh, Pinky and the Brain one? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Um, love. I liked love. <laughs> love. Quantium. <laughs> love. Quantium. Uh, and um, I, I liked that uh, Pinky was the one that was the genius to think of the idea to put Riley to sleep. That's so. it, yeah. That's a good point. He usually doesn't come and, up with those ideas. And Brain was insane to think that this doll was alive. That's when true. He, was he did asking, say, "Excuse so. me, ma'am," but he's he's done that, <laughs> that done that before. I think isn't yeah, he? Yeah, because he's with? crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it the it reminded me of the Pinky the Brain Christmas episode when they got into the the Barbie car, the mm-hmm. whatever that was. Um, uh, Kelly, what about you? Uh, well, I liked it when they got in the Barbie car, but that made me think about Gremlins and. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, that there's some Spielberg for you there. Um, and I thought the, the animation of the kids was a lot better than a lot of the, the human animation that we've seen. Um, those kids freaked me out. I didn't like that animation. And the fact that I, I thought they looked faces. fine. I thought I mean, they looked kids. better. Yeah. In comparison to like, you know, the buns episode or something. Sure. Yeah, well, that's true. But they, when they get into that real giggly laugh, they, and their, their eyeballs, kind of their pupils. That sounded know. like baloney. <laughs> Where's baloney? I was about to say this episode could have used some baloney. Like, Oh man, they could have had mm-hmm. him in the background or something. That would have been great. Oh man. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I'll tell you one thing I liked was the, um, when he puts out the game plan, Oh, he put, draws an X and an O, and he's kind of putting out the, where, you know, he's going to go and Pinky's going to go. And, uh, okay, Pinky, repeat the plan back to me. And instead, Pinky says, okay, I kiss you here, and then you <laughs> hug me here. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Are you sure? Repeat it back to me. Okay. <clears throat> I kiss you over here, then you hug me, and then... <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, that's cute!" And also, it is cute. and uh, the the Animaniacs uh, ship shippers out there, I'm sure appreciated <laughs> that. This is like speaking of, <laughs> um, I had no idea there was such a uh, a thing of Animaniacs fan fiction, and apparently there is. I haven't read any of it. I don't know where you even find it, but I think one of these days we need to discuss this. 
and uh, and I, take a look at some of this. <laughs> see, I brought that up with the folks on Discord. Because oh, did it this, really? There's this whole thing with Yakko and milk and or uh, and him being lactose intolerant, and it was so pre- It's such been it, it even in the Wizard World uh, uh, panel uh, with the the actual panel. If you watch the uh, replay. People are just going, Yakko and milk, Yakko, milk, Yakko, Yakko, Yakko. And you're just kind of like getting into the, all this stuff and to the point where it was distracting and weird. Um, and I asked the folks over on Discord, like on our Discord channel, they're like, should we talk about this whole fan fiction thing? And is that they, where that's from? Is Yakko? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, at least that, that, that story and their consensus, or at least what they told me emphatically was no. Let it die. <laughs> let let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were very Kylo about it. So oh, okay. um, they, but I, I don't know if you folks out there think that we should talk about it. Uh, let us know because I'm curious. I have not read it myself. Mm, I I'm actually, very ignorant about it. I don't know. I I actually have very little interest in it. But if people really, really, really want to have us talk about it, then we'll talk about it at some point. Uh, but I'm I'm a little concerned that I'll be a, a little bit tortured. But if you <laughs> want us to, you know, let us know. Animaniacast at retrozap.com is our email. Um, anyway, um, oh. well, I I was just wanted to say that. All this talk about love and hugs and kisses like a week before Valentine's Day. So it's like, oh, this is a perfect episode for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Better than next week's episode, which is all Halloween. Halloween, yeah. (laughs) You never said what the other Spielberg reference is in this episode. We haven't got to it yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Now I remember what it is. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get to the last segment then. Because now that you mentioned the last segment and Spielberg, I remember. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and get to it. It's the Warner's press conference. We now go live to the post-episode press conference with the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sisters. Henry O. Henry from the Edgar Tribune. How about that ending? Did you guys see that coming? Yeah, I mean, look, that's just Pinky being Pinky, right? Uh, sure, they encountered a setback tonight with those toddlers, but you know what? They'll be back out there tomorrow doing the same thing they do every night, and you got to respect that, man. Next question. And the Warner's... Re- blah, blah. The Warner's press conference was written by Jess Lacker and uh, Wellesley Wilde and Ted Mulcurin, and it was directed by Adriel Garcia. And in this one right here, they they just like at the end of a one of those sports games, those things where people do stuff. Physically. The sports conference, yeah. They have a little press conference at the end saying, you know, how was the game? What was how was the episode? Um, but that's not really, I think, what the majority of uh, the jokes were um, the they had this running ticker throughout the bottom of it. So I think we should just kind of read off what it said, especially because it goes very, very slowly. I felt it goes slow could, is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I felt just like, like they could have, they could have got it going faster. I think faster. The problem is then they would have had to write more things. So <laughs> it would have had to do a whole other 30 minutes of writing, perhaps. I don't know uh, to come up with some funny stuff. But it says, I'll just read it real quick. Taco Cat is spelled the same forward and backwards. If you read this, scientists – what? <laughs> if you read uh, this, scientists say you may, might be a dog that has learned how to read. Oh, yeah. It's true. Trolls online speculate reboot not as good as the original before it is, air, before it is aired. Uh, meat sweats are now the number three cause of sweats in the U.S., uh, this is probably my favorite line. Generic earbuds just as good as name brand ones, says Deceitful Mom. Basketball will now be played with volleyball, says Babysitter Who Can't Find Basketball. I like that one. <laughs> Wacko's Wish is now the highest grossing Animaniacs movie of 1999. Uh, this one is messed up. Uh, yeah. United States, Canada, Mexico, Mexico, Peru. I um, was getting upset typing it because then I was like, wait. Because I started, I wrote Panama, and then I was like, wait, I got to... Yeah, even Nathan, who does not know the nations of the world, knows <laughs> that it does not go United States, Canada, Mexico, Peru. <sighs> um, sports are an active... Uh, sports are an activity involving physical exertion and skill, which an individual or team competes against another or team or others for entertainment. Help, I'm trapped in the news scroll factory, and I can't get out. 
And finally, the thing that Nathan was talking about, Steven oh. Spielberg's home phone number is, and then it cuts off. Oh, that's that's some tease right there. I um no, I didn't even notice the ticker. I, I guess that's what I get for watching it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's how I missed it. I mean, seriously, because I, I was like, what what other Spielberg reference? <laughs> but you know, they they kind of mentioned some some. I mean, the, the stuff they say is kind of cute. Um, one of the one of the reporters. Uh, with his question, it sounded like the the voice actor was kind of doing a Bill Cosby impression or something. Mm. It was like, let me tell you about this. I was like, Theo. Anyway, I'm a horrible impression of Bill Cosby, which, um, you know, I don't have to worry about that. Don't have to worry no, about Nobody Bill wants Cosby's. that anymore. No. That's, <laughs> but I almost felt like, boy, that guy sounds a lot like Bill Cosby. Um, but, you know, they just I, – I don't know really what to say other than what did you guys think about it? Did you see anything that they – said that you thought was funny uh kelly what do you think um i i just love sony how they kept changing outfits um i think it was just yakko or yakko did it no No, i thought dot changed i know wacko stayed in like his sports outfit yeah i think dot was always in the uh suit and i think i could have sworn yakko was always Unless, like, maybe when they first come out, but okay, well, the Yako time, definitely changed several times. Yeah, and I it, wrote down everything that he changed and crazier. into. Yeah. Right. So, what did Yako turn into here? Well, he starts off as a basketball player, then he's like a reporter, then he's a greaser, then he's like a fat fast food like worker in the back. I, I don't know what yeah. those people are called. Uh, then he's in a robe and curlers, and then he's a cowboy, a pirate, and then finally a magician. I was kind of. When I was watching that at first, I was going, why is he like, am I missing a joke? But no, I guess he's just, he's just random. Yeah. Um, they do mention possibly, uh, what some plot points of what could happen season two. next season. Yeah. They say that they, in one episode, they drink too much coffee, which, yeah, I could see them doing that in an episode. They ruin a sweet 16, which again, I could see them doing, especially remember that MTV show. Um, my super sweet 16 or something like that. Mm. We have that super spoiled 16 year old and I could see them doing a, something like that, ruining a sick, sweet 16 party An Oliver twist parody and dot sings a song of some sort, which out. And then they cut her off before she yeah, can say, which, yeah, try to stop the spoilers. Um, I will say one thing that I kind of you know, disagreed with was that on the ticker again, they're, they, they're, the writers are very self – you could tell the writers are so concerned about internet uh, fans. Uh, and they call they call them trolls in this one. They say the, the trolls – what do they say about the – The trolls online speculate reboot not as good as the original before it is aired. Yeah. I mean, is that really I mean, trolling to, to say the show – I don't think the show is – because speculating, you're saying I don't think, right? I don't think this show will be as good as the original. It, does saying that make me a troll? I don't I mean, think so. Yeah, it's it's kind of like any show you ever reboot is not going to be as good as the original well, if you watch the original. But. Trolls were basically people who go into comment sections and do say things purposely inflammatory anyway. So that's yeah. not yeah. really – I mean, it, it, I mean, nothing is ever as good as the original. Uh, no. Yeah. Pretty much. The original is mean, not as good as the original. It's just yeah, you're nostalgic you for it. Again, yeah, when you watch it yeah. again. And you, I, I say pretty much because Empire Strikes Back is clearly superior to A New Hope. Yeah. But well, Godfather 2 may be better than Godfather 1. I don't know. Both but it's movies. so rare. And, you know, reboots and, and sequels and, and all that. I mean, it's hard to capture that lightning in a bottle twice. Yeah. You know? But but I just, I just thought that was kind of a, a thing. I, I don't like... I don't like saying that someone is a troll just because they speculate that something's going to be not as good. If they're say outright, no, this is going, this like, it, I'm not speculating. Like I know it's going to suck or something yeah. like that. Then, well, yeah, and if you went in the comment tr- sections and said, oh, animation yeah, sucks. But there, I mean, for, I, I just, I just feel that, um, again, I just wish that the writers would not, I wish that this first season didn't care so much about, itself being a reboot i wish that they what just... the trolls will say it's in the it's in the yeah, theme it's song in the theme about... <laughs> song every time i have to listen about the trolls or we're gonna have so passe yeah they really are uh or that we are so passe or i don't know 
but um, uh you know the warners did metaphor that's, first that's first so yeah, it's very true uh right um sure anyway <laughs> <laughs> but i i just feel like gosh i just wish they just just were funny just forget about who cares if people like or don't like this show you know why why even talk about it um it's the wrong thing to be bringing up um just prove yourself by being funny and not trying to negate the feelings of those who may have had hesitations about the reboot to begin with i don't know that's just me um i've gone on uh, about (laughs) that way too long but uh anyway any last things you guys want to say about uh this last press conference or anything about the anything in general um there are lots of news reporters they well i like the one that uh didn't ask a question it was just complimenting the (laughs) yeah so (laughs) well yeah it it was was something uh let's go ahead and get to the water tower rating Well, what do you guys think out of five water towers? How many would you give this episode of Animaniacs? Um, Nathan, let's start with you. Okay. Um, You know, I'm going to give it a three. I think it's about as good as that first episode. And uh, I like the news scroll at the end. I thought that was fun. Uh, Gave me something to... Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's fine. Uh, there's two Steven Spielberg references uh, for Kelly. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, all right. uh, Kelly, what do you think? Hmm. I, I think, um, I think I'm gonna go four, uh, because there wasn't anything that grossed me out. Um, there wasn't anything that ticked me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just being kind of funny. I I thought, um, well, I was going to say two, but it's actually all three segments. I thought they were all pretty strong. I like Pinky and the Brain the best, of course. Um, it, it, as usual, had the best lines and writing. I mean, we've already talked about some of the great lines from it. and um, But I also thought the, the Warner segment was actually stronger than almost any of the ones that we've seen so far. Um it uh, it wasn't as good as it could have been, or you know, but uh, I just thought it was it was different and kind of fun, and um, a lot of the animation was was interesting. So, all right, well, I will I will give it a, a two and a half, uh, even though I did see some stuff I, I thought was cute. Um, I don't know. I watched this episode three three, I'll say three and a half times. Uh, for this episode, trying to find the stuff I really, uh, liked. And I couldn't really find that much stuff I really liked. Uh, but again, I wasn't necessarily offended like some of the other stuff, uh, I've seen this season. So, you know, it was okay. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people get in contact with you online? Hey, Joey, I'm on Twitter, uh, Django FT. That's me. Okay. And Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right. And as for the Animaniacast, we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, and, of course, over on our Discord channel as well. You can uh, reach us by going to Discord.Animaniacast.com. That'll take you right on over to the RetroZap Discord service, where you can talk about Animaniacs or really anything pop culture with any of the fine folks at RetroZap. That's right. We're a, f- a proud member of the RetroZap Podcast Network. And uh, check out RetroZap uh, for some great articles and fantastic podcasts. And uh, you can subscribe to that animated... I'm sorry, the RetroZap feed uh, for free on any podcast player. You get every single RetroZap podcast, including this one, for free. And if you are a super Animaniacast fan, well, come on over to our patreon patreon.com slash animaniacast and one of the things we're really having fun with over there is episode by episode commentaries with uh tom ruger uh the creator of animaniacs that's right we're going through every episode of animaniacs the original series 
and we're finding great behind-the-scenes stories and just having a, a real fun time going over those classic episodes. And uh, so if you're interested in that, head on over to patreon.com slash There's a bunch of different tiers that you might be interested in, and we've gotten some good feedback from uh, our patrons. So, uh, hey, they like it, so hopefully you will too. Well, uh, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures, Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast unless otherwise indicated. Wee, indeed.